Hello, welcome to episode 35? Six. 36. 36? Yes. Well, the Professional Insights Podcast Season 2. Thank you very much for our sponsors, Brand Boulevard. Uh, and we're always looking for new sponsors. If anyone wants to sponsor. Alaskan King Size Beds, we're looking for the sponsor. <laughs> nine foot by nine foot. My name's Brandon Curry. Room. I'm Jeff Collins. <laughs> I'm Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And I want Alaskan King Size Bed. <laughs> Badly. That's what my eight-year-old asked for, for her Really? Yeah. For us to get an Alaskan King. For you guys to get an Alaskan King. So when all the kids are in bed with mom and dad, it's more comfortable. Well, oh, no, because dad's kicking them out now because <laughs> you know, the king size bed's not. Could you try again? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> turn off Siri. Siri is interested in dad knowing what. People yeah, he's eavesdropping on me somehow. Um, so I wanted to get into, only because more recent topic of conversation, and just to stress on the importance of consolidating your wealth, especially towards retirement, but doing it earlier on. Um, I don't know if any of you have had uh, experiences with this, like just basically, because you, you switch companies quite a bit, you know, in your earlier years. Some do it a lot. Um, and you have these pensions or defined benefit pension plans or defined no, contribution I can, I've got no pensions. Yeah, I can I just you, I can tune this out. I've got no pension <laughs> either. Bitter, so but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. And they're, they're all over the place. And they're not consolidating them into one, but, you know, and they don't realize how easy it is to transfer that pension and to consolidate them all. Yep. Uh, I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I'm not a, a pension guy. Is that a French said, word, pension? I don't, pension. 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 Well, I, don't I don't know what that pension. is. But <laughs> it's a real it's, 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 it's definitely good. I, I'm interested in the topic because I know people who do have pensions, small ones from here or there, and they, yeah, I got a, I got a small pension. I worked here for three or four years. Right? Yep. So I'm interested. Yeah, so the, well, the, pe- the pension legislation basically that it briefly changed. So if you're in a defined benefit pension plan and you actually retire or leave the plan before the age of 55, so let's use my wife as an example, she's with Omers, okay? And not, not, not a good pension at all. Yeah. I don't even so know what Omers is. It's probably one of the strongest pensions. It's, they're they're, they're well-funded. Public, public service. Yeah. Um, so when she leaves, if she leaves before the age of 35, or sorry, 35, 55, and she retires or leaves the pension, she can commute the pension, she has six months to make that decision. So commute, meaning take it in the present value of the of of the pension. Okay. So whatever the future value of that pension is, yeah. take it today in the present value of cash form. Gotcha. And so the, the actuaries figure all that out, mm-hmm. and you can commute it to your own lira, um, and and you want to. Expand on the lira. Yeah, yeah. so a light. It's an uh, acronym. Bad, right, right. Bad jargon, man. Right. Bad. So a uh, um, a locked in retirement account, lira, and basically that's depending if it's federal or provincial, it has to be put into that. An X percentage has to be put into that, and the other X percentage can be uh, taken in cash. But there's tax consequences, which is why you want to have RSP room later on in the right later later on in life. So you can shelter that money, and there's no ta- tax withheld. So you're saying don't max out your RSPs? Uh, again, it all depends. I'm in the market. So Time. if you can max them out now, mm-hmm. you don't max them out. So that's why I always say it depends, because like in someone like your case, you don't have a pension. You don't have a defined benefit or a defined contribution pension plan. So mm-hmm. you are your own pension plan. Mm-hmm. Also, you're in a tax bracket where an RSP contribution actually is Benefit, beneficial. Yeah. People so you, who have pensions... 
don't think that much about RSVs. No. Yeah. Well, they can't. Well, on, well, on top of that, you have to remember too. There's the pension adjustment, right? So, so in terms of the pension contribution, that would yeah. So that the, would reduce so, okay. how much RSP you could contribute. Well, yeah. So okay, as an example, so your RSP contribution is eighteen percent of your previous year's taxable earnings. Okay. To a cap, though, right? Uh, to a cap, which is around. Uh, annually, it's $135,000 a year. Oh, hold on, I got the number right here. Um, Look at the preparedness, eh? That looks like thanks to Tutenberg. Yeah, it is. Actually, I love this. I love this. Uh, hold on, maximum RSP. change? Yeah, it's 20, 20, 20, almost 25000 That's your max a year that you increase Yeah, that, and then you and have to you be making one hundred thirty-five grand. Yeah, so in order, based to, on in order income, to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, your net income. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah. it's written down to. Yeah. yeah. Right. So give me But you're also accumulating every year that you don't max out that too. Correct. Right? So you can be. Yeah. As long as you're earning year, right? regular. Yeah. So in 20. So I'm looking at. GFSAs. Yep. I'm looking at 2018. The, R, the max RRSP contribution limit was 26230 So that, that's gone up. It's closer to $27,000 now. And the maximum earned income. It's earned income, not net income. Earned income uh, is. At that stage, one hundred forty-five thousand seven hundred twenty-two. So you're at one hundred fifty thousand because it's all indexed, right? Mm-hmm. So, Trevor's perplexed. Yeah. So it's based on <laughs> so earned income, not net income. So I earn two fifty, and I write it down to sixty. Well, you're but you're talking, but but you're talking. Uh, I'm not talking dividends or anything like that. I'm talking if that's right, it's like whatever write-offs. whatever you've yeah. paid yourself through. Um, so dividends don't count towards RRSP contributions, Correct. right? Yeah. So anything that you've paid yourself that's T4 income, yeah. that is, or what's t- taxable income, earned income, yeah. is what your RRSP contribution limit's based on, yes. not net income. So that's does how- does it go based on your, um, based on your after deducted income? So, so say, say, yeah, I, that's I, what I'm I, say I have, I've got four grand that I can deduct uh, for uh, Check net shirts. Right. So if right. I make, so if you make, if I make, if I'm T4 to a hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year, okay. Easy math. I now know that in 20, and I did that in 2019, in 2020, my RRSP contribution will increase by $18,000, 18% of a hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So throughout the year I could have written, I could have, I could have expenses, meals, entertainment, or, or anything of that nature. Yeah. That is it's com- not going to reduce it? No, because okay. I my taxable income, my yeah. earned income is $100,000. Yeah, so where kind of where I'm questioning and asking is now we're down on the T1 general and we're filing professional income, right. business income, right. commission income, farming income, right. and we've got 100000 and six. Hundred thousand and, and yeah. 60,000 uh, 60, net. It's not the hundred. It's the you know or the but example then, you know, is two fifty and sixty. Yeah, but you're talking. One. So you're going down a different rabbit hole. You're talking about different sources of income, right? So yes, you're right in in that aspect. Your your commissioned income is going to be treated mutually exclusive than your T Ford if as if you're being paid. you right? yeah, but that that'll be based on your net is what I'm getting at at that oh, point, right? Okay. So hundred so k gross. Yeah. 60k net your contribution room will be based on the 60k yeah, net yeah okay in, in that, that case yes, yes yeah okay so it's your okay. taxable income okay. is is what you want to talk about so so it says here like right on right on uh, DJB's you know tax facts for 2018 uh, the maximum earned income is 145,722 which gives you an RSP contribution limit of 26,230 so there's a bit of 
there's there's total income, earned income, taxable income, net income, and they're they're just so I want to stick to it's maximum earned income. Yep. Okay. If you have a defined contribution, meaning you contribute and your employer contributes, so let's say it's a five and five match. Well, that ten percent that you you've contributed and your employer has, has contributed comes off of the eighteen that you would have accrued the previous year. So, so it gives you eight. So you would have netted eight. Okay. Right. Um, if you have a defined benefit, which is gone by the way of the dodo birds right now, um, <laughs> typically you contribute about one and a half to two percent of your of your gross typically every single year. Um, and what ends up happening is is they multiply that by a factor of nine. That's what CRA states. They it, it, they multiply it by a factor of nine. So if you again easy math, if you're contributing two percent to your defined benefit pension plan, times that by nine, that's eighteen. You have zero RRSP room. Nice. So you have to really talk to clients and talk to people and understand <laughs> what they have available because down the road, if they want to commute their defined benefit pension plan or nope. commute over their defined contribution pension plan, then they have to be careful with that. Now, commuting, what's the benefit to commuting? So it depends. Because no, no, I, I don't intend to ask. I'm not intending to ask a no, hard question, right? No, no. So, the, the, so what would motivate somebody... Okay, I'm so let's use. I, I'm, uh, let, let's use. I'll I'll use my father because I know I can I can talk about him. Um, so my father uh, retired at the age of I believe fifty five from General Motors. So he had he was both union and and company, and in both those cases he had a defined benefit pension plan and then a little bit of defined contribution. So because he retired, he was allowed to commute the pension. Uh, at that stage, it was during the whole big recession, and they wanted people off the books anyways. Yep. So. They he commuted it, and the reason why it acts like a defined benefit pension plan is just like the CPP. The minute you pass away, it stops. It will go to a spousal benefit if you are married at that time, I and mean, it's a legitimate spouse. And, and there's a reduction of up to a third, right? Okay. So, like a, some form of annuities, some forms of annuities. So it's right? an annuity. That's all okay. it is. It's an okay. annuity. Once you start it, it doesn't stop. The minute you pass away, if you have a legitimate spouse. Then it goes, it drops by one third, and then that's what he or she lives on until the day they die. But there's no wealth transfer to the next generation, zero. So kids don't benefit. No. So my father was like, well, what, you know, God forbid, you know, he's 62 right now, he's healthy, everything's great. But he's like, at that time, he goes, he's had, he he lost a couple friends in their late 50s and early 60s. So he's like, and my mom, he didn't want my mother to be financially at a financial disadvantage if he were to pass early because the pension would be reduced by one third. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's like, let's commute it. I'm going to continue working as a consultant. Like he financially didn't need the money at that stage because he's young. He's 55. So he he invested, (laughs) he invested the, the money and just let it sit. You know, if he needed extra, you know, in certain years he, he, he took it. It's fine. He's after the age of 55, pay the tax or whatever, pay the taxes or do whatever. And then you start doing proper tax and financial planning. So then you start moving the registered money into a tax-free savings account in the years that you're, you can balance your income, and you start moving that over so that you have more um, tax-free money later on as opposed to taxable money. So when he does get OAS in three years or yeah. and, and potentially GIS in three years, the tax-free savings account is, doesn't count towards 
um, would you draw income? On? It doesn't count towards income, so he yeah. he can still he can still get full OAS potentially because he'd so be drawing from his TFSA. So what would be old age security? Would it be a, a wise strategy then to start porting your? I might have digressed here, but porting your RRSPs over to a tax free. Before seventy, so seventy one. Depending, depending on the year, and it depends Your on the time. It all, it, it, it all depends per person, and yeah. and what and what they want, right? Mm -hmm. So, but the, I guess the key goal to, to this pod, this particular podcast is to understand that consolidating your wealth all into one spot. Because as, as I talked to a client, actually, ironically, this morning, I basically said, well, okay, you, you, I know you've left your employer and you have a DCPP, the Defined Contribution Pension Plan. Uh, <laughs> I have to get a book. <laughs> over, this by yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, over, uh, over at your previous employer. Um, but what happens if you pass away? Yeah, you're in your 40s, I get it. But what happens if you pass away? Now you've got your your employer from ten years ago, and that your wife, uh, this person was common law, so his common law spouse would have to find where that pe that paperwork is, and where this paperwork is, and where this paperwork is, and they're chasing it all down. Whereas if you do it as you go, it's consolidated into one spot, and you can actually watch it a lot better. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 second thing that is a big thing is the divorce rates the divorce rate when you factor in common law spouses is over actually 60%. So I know statistically there's over a 60% chance that your first marriage is not going to last. Whoa. So it's crazy. Eh? So think about it from a working perspective. If you're married by 30, that's 30 to 35 years that you'll be contributing to different defined contribution pension plans or even defined benefit pension plans and your spouse could have changed. There's a high probability of your spouse changing. Okay, so you've, in, when you're 32, you've put your spouse as Lorraine. Yeah. And then, you know, 10 years Dude, later, you could be, yeah, girl. <laughs> and then maybe 10 years later, you're remarried and you have kids with this, with this other uh, spouse. Sue. Sue. So uh, your wife's going to be you Lorraine and yeah. Sue. Who the you, hell are those two? But here's the thing, though. You this is what people don't understand. <laughs> you pass away in, let's say, earlier than expected and you haven't consolidated and you haven't updated all of those plans along the way... Your first one's benefiting, not your second. Yeah. But realistically, she's going to get that in divorce anyway. Not, necess <laughs> so, not necessarily, depending. She's got a good lawyer. Yeah, she probably has a good lawyer. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah, so yeah. regardless, yeah, you could have had a, a, a separation. Somebody else agreement. being um, a beneficiary a, that you really don't want absolutely. to be a beneficiary. Yeah. You could be not legally divorced, yeah. right? Yeah. Or you could be... Um, yeah, legally separated, and, and everything's been tied up, and everything's been good, and you've, you've paid your money, and all good, but it, it doesn't matter. You forget to change that beneficiary. Sure. Too bad. Your, your, your ex-spouse comes up and goes, well, I'm Like I'm the life Lorraine. insurance policy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Screw you, Sue. Yeah. yeah. You'd be, you'd, you'd <laughs> be surprised. You chuckle, but it, it, it happens. happens. It and happens. There's noth <laughs> and there's literally nothing and I can like, do. I'm sticking with my first one, so I don't even want to think about your it. Your ex-wife got No. His ex-wife gets it. Fuck. I'm right. dealing with an estate right now. I wonder what yeah. the stats are like if your it's parents crazy. are divorced, if when you get married, if you have a less likely chance of I'd being divorced. I'd say less likely. Just because you've been through it and you don't want to well, do you, it. Right? You learn from your parents what not like to do. My wife tells time, me I took right? eight years to get engaged, so I better not change. No, it took us eight years to get married. Five you, years you, to get engaged. Eight years too? Yeah. You? Uh, Six months? No. Well, so the you second talk, time around, talk to some he's from yeah, a good wholesome family. Yeah, the, se the second time around, I was 
So you're so full of crap. Three years. No, married. legit. We dated when we were 23. Didn't oh, work I out. I went. Oh, right. no, 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 no. Yeah. This so your first, the, first wife, right? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the first. The, the actual <laughs> wife. Yeah, you got other children out there too? No. Okay. No, not that I know. Not that he knows yeah. them. Not that Chris I know. Him. Yeah. <laughs> now, Kristen's been married before. Really? Was she really? She was married before, yeah. Short term marriage, I guess? Yeah, three years. Isn't that long term for now what you're saying in this thing? Technically, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. We had a celebration when I passed the three-year mark. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Beat the other guy. I beat my parents. So beat I the celebrated. other guy. Yeah. I'm at 11 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no. But, I mean, but classic that, okay, my wife is another classic example. So she had a pension because she lived in England. And she worked for the municipality. And so yeah. she told me this one day. We were actually together. Like, we were just common law. We weren't yeah. even married. No kids. Nothing at that stage. Oh, by the way, I was married before? That would be interesting. Oh no, I already knew that. Uh, I already knew that. So she she comes. So she moved back. That's why she moved back to Canada. Yeah. She, the, her spouse was English and English bloke. Eng, so English bad bloke. teeth, right? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and he was fugly too. Like I mean, I literally like. I, I, like you're not biased. listening. No, listening. no, but seriously, I can look at a guy and go, like, you're a good looking dude. Yeah, like sure I get it. Course. He was fugly. Yeah. I'm like, you you fell off the ugly tree and hit Austin every branch Powers of the way team. down. And I went to my my, my wife, who's a good looking lady, and I went, what's a good looking? You gotta no, say is a good looking, yeah, you don't a good say looking lady. And and I'm just like, you married this? Anyways, I digress on that one. What does that say about you? Yeah. People are shocked. <laughs> I'm a, uh, yeah, like people, like all, all, hey, how long does, Everyone, how, everyone's got their own type, Brendan. How often does, how often does Chez say, why, why is my wife married oh, to me? I all get, the time. I get the same. All the time. Anyway. I get the same. Back yeah. to that. She goes, yeah, I got but this. But we're guys and we're ugly, so. Yeah, right? I got this, I got this pension. She's like, I just got this stupid pension, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I went, okay, well, why don't you commute it? And she, I wasn't even in the business at that stage. We're going back 10 years ago. Yeah. And she's like, um, nah, it's just too much work. So I called up my financial advisor at the time. Who was it? I'm not going to mention their name. Right. It doesn't matter. You I do it now. I'm not, I'm not yeah. propping everybody else up. There's only one in the world now. So I called them up. I'm and the I said, only one here. And I said, yeah. And I said, listen, uh, here, here's the stick. Um, can you do the transfer? So it took almost a year to get it. Because it was municipal, it was, and the time change and all that kind of stuff. I see them because I got to notarize, right, for them to release. Long, long, long story short, it was twenty grand by the time they did Crazy, the, cur eh? the currency conversion. Yeah. Well, that twenty thousand dollars, we you can't touch because it's locked in, yeah. but you're allowed to contribute to an existing pension plan. So her existing pension plan on Omer's. Whenever she went on mat leave, the two years that she was on mat leave, we used that $20,000 to buy back the two years she was on mat leave. So she's fully vested into her pension, and she can retire at 53. Oh, good for her. But if she – good for her. She was yeah. not going to do it. If it wasn't for me, I, it wouldn't have gotten done. It's still good for her. No, it's great for her. Yeah, but there's only a 60% chance it's going to benefit He's just got to stand around. Yeah, 60, yeah. No, there's a 40% chance there's, it's going to benefit me. 60% oh, yeah, chance that it's not. Well, no, yeah. no, hold on a second here. Did you, did you enter into a prenup? No. Well, then it's going to benefit you. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. He's got a hot tub. He's good. Good. At uh, some point. He's got a hot tub. At some point in time, it's going to benefit. Unless you <laughs> pass before she can realize on her pension. Uh, yeah. So, my luck. That's probably what will happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways, consolidate your wealth. Don't go from bank to bank to bank and just leave stuff where there. I, I get it. Like, but you have to consolidate. So talk to an FA about your P or your C or your D or your DDSF and GRHP. Yes, and the 
SAQ and the ABC and the LCMO. And the S&M. Speak yeah. to your say, we're getting advisor. into booze now. Speak to, <laughs> yeah, get, get yourself a, a, a financial an advisor and, and uh, preferably me, and uh, we'll go from there. But it's amazing on how many people have money all over the place. And they might not even know it either, too, that they had that. No, they there's left a huge percentage like of people. Quick story before we wrap it up. Yeah. My father-in-law. Yeah. No, my stepdad. <laughs> I always mix that Thank up. Thank you. <laughs> my stepdad worked as a taper. Doing drywall taping? Yeah. You got his number? Yeah. <laughs> but for maybe six, seven years, was part of a union. Yeah. He gets 700 bucks a month now. Yep. Canadian American pension. Yep. Is there a way to search? Perfect. Or you just kind yep. of check all your... Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a government website where you can search bank accounts. $700 a month for the rest of his life. Yeah. He's 60 years old. Yep. He got it early, and that's the reduced amount. And he worked for like seven years in this profession. Right. So you should get him in touch with Brendan. He can That's maximize crazy. that 700 months. Well, no, he's drawing on it now. Huh? Yeah, I mean, like, at, at that but, stage, but, like... But I would have... He had no idea. No, he would have... pension over there. Well, and that's my, that's my point. So then you got it, like, you, that's 700... That's, what, eight, so over really, $8,000 a year? So really, if you had any for, kind of a job, you should search to see if you had some kind of a pension because you might have money you don't even know. Absolutely. Yeah. You should sit, know sit, if sit you're down, a pension. Sit down yeah. with, a, with a financial yeah. advisor. And then you search it. I do it. I do all the work. I don't think Blockbuster had a pension. Oh, they did. <laughs> it just went bankrupt. So <laughs> well, that's the and so you actually just quickly you touched on a really great uh, topic right there, is that get your money out of the company because the company does go bankrupt. Yeah. Potentially, Alice potentially, is. so does well, the pension. making a comeback. <laughs> so potentially, <laughs> so does the, the pension. Like Jumbo. you talk to anyone right now at Sears. Yeah. Oh, General Motors. Right. I mean, yeah. they went through it. They were lucky. It it, it became soluble, but. Once you're on that pension, yeah. Once you're on that pension, and the company and the the, and the thing is actually what you keep putting your hand in front of the camera. It's kind of funny. Oh, okay. You just blocking my face. No big deal. Um, And (laughs) it looks more like he's holding Jeff's head. (laughs) No, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And and you haven't you haven't been able to commute that and get it out. Get get the risk off the books, especially if you're about twenty twenty five years away from retiring. Consolidate it all. We, we do it all, but we it's actually really easy. I'm if you, 43 and I'm an agent, so that means I'm 42 years away from retirement. <laughs> Lots of time to think about it. So Contact your Closer FA. to six feet under. Preferably Brandon. Preferably versus Brandon. retirement. No, all right. No. no. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Really appreciate it. There we go. Ciao. Help us. Help you. Stay informed. And learn acronyms. <laughs> Out. Bye. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.